So where are we this month, Julian? Well, we are Jubilor this month from the gym itself. And uh, yeah, I have to say it's always a very nice feeling to be here. It's a great building, very impressive selling. And uh, we should make Jubilor a place, a unique place to work out in London. And you've got big enough equipment, you've got a, long, uh, a large range of uh, range of, uh, of free weight, uh, one of the largest, if not the largest, in London. And uh, yeah, again, that makes this place very special and unique to work out. And it's, um, yeah, today, this morning is pretty much packed. It's not atmosphere. People are here to come to train, to talk sometime. It's, it's nice to be here, Alan. Uh, and we thought it'd be a good idea to actually get out of the studio for once, didn't we? To get some fresh air and sunshine. So this month we're doing the whole episode, the whole episode, Julian, from Jubilee Hall Gym, uh, from the uh, gym floor. Uh, it's going to be me and Julian. We're going to be doing essential exercise later, I think. And uh, it's pretty exciting, is it not, Mr. Bethrad, personal trainer guy? Yes, it is, of course. It's, uh, it's a nice expense to, you know, we've been talking over the last episode about gym and, uh, and we were in our studio and now we are basically at the gym. We are inside the gym itself. Yeah, so we are leaving the expense, you know. So that's, uh, it, that's why it's exciting. And uh, let's talk about some real stuff here. So are you ready, basically? <laughs> <laughs> oh, I was born ready, Julian. Uh, and uh, so, shall we uh, begin and uh, start to sweat a little bit, I think? Yeah, let's get started. Hi, fitness guys, the world over. And welcome to Two Guys on Fitness with me, Julian Bertera, professional gym guide, personal trainer. And with me, Alan Teresa, the non-professional gym guy on the podcast, coming to you not only from London, England, but also from our spiritual home, which is Jubilee Hall Gym in Covent Garden. And eight months on the podcast, we cover gym and fitness-related topics and exercises for the benefit of gym guys everywhere. As well as offering advice, a few jokes, some of which might be funny, opinion, and even some facts to keep you informed and entertained around your workout. So what are we up to this month? Julian Bertharat. So this month, in our essential exercise, we're going to be planking. Oh, I love that. We've been uh, talking about planking for a while, uh, so now we're going to be very stiff and still on the mats uh, and we're going to have some fun with that which I do believe is good for your core is that not the case? Yes it is and also uh, it's good for your shoulders a little bit. Plus later on Julian will be giving us another one of his fitness tip of the month. And at the end of the show we'll be taking questions and emails from our listeners. So, from Jubilee Hall in Covent Garden, and I can't imagine I'm going to get bored saying that uh, again, uh, possibly a few times after this point in the podcast. Are you ready to get started, Julian Bertrand? Yes, I am. Let's do it. Let's do it. Okay, and now it is time for essential exercises. Uh, we tend to do these uh, on a regular basis uh, where we will focus on one specific exercise for an episode. And what is it we're focusing on this month, Julian? It's a plank. And it's a good point with the plank and you got uh, a little variation of plank. So we're going to target four variation of plank today. And you hear this phrase, planking why uh, is planking uh, such a good thing 
Well, the cold is basically push you to squeeze all your abs together. We did talk previously uh, in some former episode about abs workout. And you know, you got the big abs in the middle, you got the obliques and go the lower abs. The good thing with the plank is you do work all these um, abs all together, you do. So it's, a, it's kind of interesting and you, it's very static and it's hard. And it's supposed to be good for your core, isn't it? But what do we mean when we talk about the core? What exactly is the core? Well, the core is basically the abs in the front. Okay, that's what people think it is. But it's also the obliques on the side uh, of your, the side of your belt, the side of your body, the side of your abdominal. And then there's a lower back part, which is the other part. And, and the core basically is the sum of all, all these parts. It's, uh, yeah, that's important to not forget uh, the back side of your abs, so the lower back, let's say, area, because it works together. We have a 3D body, okay, so that means the front part that have to work with the back part of your body. That's very true for the abs, it's very true for the other part of your body too. But let's focus on the plank today. I'm gonna take Alain through four different plank exercises and we're gonna go through the technique for all of them. Okay, so uh, I suppose we better get ready, shouldn't we? So here we are, we're on the mats at uh, Jubilee Hall. Uh, so what are we gonna start with? What's the first one we're doing? Okay, first exercise I'm gonna ask Alain to do is a side plank. Okay. So basically, lie on one side with your legs straight and prop up your upper body in on your forearms. Raise up your hips so your body forms a straight line from your head to your heels. Okay? If you want to make it harder, elevate your feet or add a torso rotation. Okay, you look good. Just make sure you squeeze your abs in the process. And it's about 10 reps, 10 seconds. So you hold it 10 seconds at a time and for 10 reps. Okay, so it's one reps, okay. Done, okay. okay. Let's move on to the turnover. And again, so raise up. Okay, and hold for 10 seconds. Squeeze your abs. Okay, five, four, three, two, one, okay. So basically, 10 times, five times each side and 10 times in total. Okay, done. So, okay, second exercise for variation of plank. Hard one, harder than the previous one. Single leg side plank. Okay. Okay, 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 Alan. Okay, so get into the side plank position. Right. Keeping your back straight, okay, that's important. And your body facing forward. Slowly lift your legs toward the ceiling. Hold for 10 seconds, okay? That's it. Keep it up, it's a hard one, this one. Okay, five, four, three, two, one, done, okay. okay. Only perform this exercise if you have masterized a side plank, okay? So, other side, raise up, okay, legs up again, and that's it. Yeah, that's hard one, squeeze your core, five, four, three, two, one, done, okay. Well done, Alan. Yes, thanks. It's a hard one, okay. Third variation of this plank side. Okay, now we are into the hip up. So, on that one, Alan, 
lie on your left side. Right arm extended, so it's perpendicular to the floor. Okay. Prop yourself up on your left forearm and raise your hips so your body is straight from ankles to head. Lower your left hip and then raise it again until it's in line with your body. Okay? And 10 reps. There is no holding here, it's just keep moving. Okay, looking good. Yes, three, two, one, you're done. Okay, you can change side and do it again. And again, so, yeah, good stance. Squeeze your bum. Okay, five, four, three, two, one, done. Okay, just to add up on this one, of course, fi finish all your reps on your left side before switching to your right side. Okay. So, okay, nearly there, Alan. I know you start to be tired. It's quite a demanding uh, core exercise. Oh, I'm fine. Big guy. Don't worry. Okay. <laughs> the, la <laughs> the, last, the last one is called Bird Dog. Okay. It's slightly different because now you are, Alan, you get into a tabletop position yep. with your hands directly under your shoulders and your knees directly under your hips. Yeah. Cool. Okay, so now simultaneously lift your left arm and right leg. Yes, pause for five to 10 seconds before lowering. Repeat on the other side. Okay, ten, you have to hold between five to 10 seconds. Yeah, okay, other side. Yeah, okay. Yeah, very good, that's it. And keep looking ahead, that's important too. That's it, okay. Just a little uh, thing to say here. If you want to make it harder, elevate your knees so they over just a few inches off, off the floor. That's all, and 10 times each side, of course. No, yeah, you have to hold it 10 seconds, five to 10 seconds, regarding when you can do, but 10 times each side, okay. So all this exercise has to be performed slowly. It's, they all are technically and very demanding. So good luck and enjoy. Today's show is brought to you by the Blue 20 Salon. Interested in professional hairstyling, grooming, or an expert beauty treatment for both men and women in the heart of Covent Garden? Then check out Blue 20, which is also offering a 20% discount for all new clients on their first booking. Find out more at ianelder.co.uk or telephone 07958 44582 to make an appointment with the Blue 20 Salon. Okay, and now that uh, essential exercise has been uh, delivered, uh, tune in. I think it's now time for your... Julian's fitness tip of the month. It is indeed. And, um, okay, the fitness tip of the month, it's the running. Oh no. I knew it was only a matter of time before we would be dedicating a whole fitness tip to your favorite subject. Yes, it is. Here we go, running. Have you ever run before on a train meal in a gym? I have, though really only as a punishment. Well, Alan, you will see that running is not a punishment. It's a very simple exercise to do to get on, to get on with your, with your workout. In fact, it's pretty much essential. So running, when you go on the running machine, is uh, 
you don't have to run too fast, but you should set up a target, which could be 1K, 2K, max, okay. And in terms of time, it could be like anything between five minutes to 20 minutes maximum. After 20 minutes, you have to understand, you might start breaking down your muscle, okay, just the structure of your muscle. So without getting into details too much here, what I'm saying is, remember, you run to warm up, not to break down the muscle. So in terms of speed, you could do like 10, 11, 12, or nine. It depends really your level, but I will say anything again between eight and 12. Okay, and you can go on faster, obviously. Uh, 0.5 incline. And target, again, a K or 2K maximum. The thing is, when you finish this little run, you create a warm wave. So basically the body and your brain is set up to do a workout. Because, you know, in any sport, for example, when you do rugby, football, or, or this kind of sport, you know, people don't meet and just play right away. They meet before the game, they start to warm up, they start to talk about the game, for example. So, in a different way here, you come, you are on your own, you start running. You might think, that might give you time to think about your day, you know, work-wise or whatever. Or maybe think about nothing. And also you might think about, basically, your own training. What I'm going to do today, you know, I've done my legs yesterday, maybe today I'm going to do my chest. So, it's a, I always find it very important, because training, lifting weight in a gym, is not a natural way so you need to create you need to put your to launch your body in that situation mental situation when you are about to leave fight it's kind of crucial and it's really um, a good helper to basically have a nice workout and that was julian's fitness tip of the month from jubilee hall gym and now we get the chance to ask Julian for some advice as we take questions from listeners about their workout, diet, and fitness interests and concerns. And if you do want to get in touch with your questions, you can do so through our social media or website. So get in touch. Yeah, do that. So uh, are you ready to talk even more about fitness, Julian, or has that fitness tip of the month exhausted you? No, I'm not tired at all, so I'm looking forward to give more advice. Excellent. Okay, so here we go. Let's take a little look at uh, what have we uh, got here. Hold on, hold on. What have we got? Okay, so Jack from Peterborough, which is in England, has emailed us to ask, what do I get from working out in a gym, just like this one here, that I can't get from working out at home? Okay, so that's pretty short and sweet, Julian. So what can uh, Jack from Peterborough here get from going to a gym, presumably regularly, that he can't get from working out at home? Well, I think there's two... The first point, the main uh, advantage in working in a gym is obviously the, the range of equipment. So we were talking about being at Jubilee Hall and uh, being surrounded by... Uh, a largest uh, range of free weight in London or a mix of equipment for beginner and uh, advanced people. Because it's not just uh, the free weights, is it? You get loads of machines and you get all the uh, studio space and, and all of the specialist equipment as well in a gym, which you can't get at home, really. Yeah, and also you... Another aspect, you know, non... Uh, I mean, it's important to witness 
all the people training. So you might get some, uh, you don't need necessarily constantly your trainer, you know, advice. You can just witness people training around you. It might look good to you, so you want to do the same. That gives you also some inspiration. And uh, without uh, obliterating the social uh, aspects, you know, you, you meet people, you might know someone, you know. The point is, obviously, when you go to the gym, it's not to talk, but it does help a little bit to meet a friend there. And then after you can get on with your own training. So that's important too. And uh, yeah, that's why I say, I mean, uh, it's just the gym is meant to, to do a workout, so, you know. So there you go, Jack, all the way up there in Peterborough. I hope that's uh, helpful for you. And uh, what have you got there, uh, Julian, next on your little list of questions we picked out for this episode? Well, I have a question here from GTI Charlie in Oval. You know, I used to have a GTI. I used to have a, a Golf GTI. Do you know that? No, I don't. Yeah, it was a magical card, Julian. It was like the center of my life. Okay, so um, what's he uh, asking uh, Mr. GTI Charlie and over? What's he asking? Well, he, he contacted us through our Twitter and he asked, what is the worst for me as a relatively fit man in, in my mid-20s? Chocolate, crisps or McDonald's? Now, uh, what uh, Mr. GTI Charlie here means by crisps and I'm obliged to say this, is uh, he means potato chips uh, for those outside of the United Kingdom. Uh, so chocolate, potato chips slash crisps, or McDonald's uh, or other similar fast food burger outlets, I presume. So what is worse for him? Well, it's out of these three, there is really two quite worse. It's McDonald's and, uh, and crisps. So, um, yeah, because actually you don't really know what is in uh, McDonald's meat, you know. I think it's a lot of uh, food process and, um, yeah, the crisps are just really often uh, full of oil and it depends on the way it's been cooked, but most of the time, obviously, it's very much uh, uh, processed food. So now the chocolate is less worse than all of us, all of these three, because you can choose chocolate, for example, 70% cacao and uh, dark chocolate, really. So, for example, for instance, if you have um, milk chocolate, it won't necessarily be a good choice. So you have to privilege the chocolate, dark chocolate, 70%. That's really unfortunate because I actually had half a bar of milk chocolate last night. Is that like a really bad thing or am I going to uh, just sweat it off? Well, it, again, it depends if it was a dark chocolate or not. No. <laughs> it wasn't dark chocolate at all. It's for the small mistakes then. But I think they uh, also the part of... Um, it depends on the proportion of what you eat as well. You can we can have all the chocolate in the evening with a nice and warm cup of tea. Uh, the idea is to not repeat that every day. Because when you become uh, an habit, then it does have an impact in your, in your body, you know. Now, McDonald's make a great deal about uh, their insistence that they only use 100% beef in their burgers and there's nothing 
added to the beef burgers that they sell. Uh, and I think a lot of the large uh, burger chains make the same kind of claim because it's not actually the the beef burgers themselves that are the problem if you go to like a burger joint, is it? It's, I thought it was more a case of it's the things you eat around it, the salts, the, the cheeses, the milkshakes, the carbonated soft drinks and so on. Now, isn't that more the problem if you go to a burger joint? You don't just have a, a beef burger on its own, you have all the rest of the stuff around it that has all the additives in it. Well, yeah, no, it's the, you made the point, yeah. Uh, you're right, is the meat itself is uh, is one part of the problem, but the rest is what uh, they propose in the menu, which is a milkshake, uh, all the soda as well, and uh, and the, the cream they put uh, with the burger and all that. So it's not the place you want to go regularly. And personally, uh, the last time I went to McDonald's was maybe a year ago, and I tell you exactly why I went. It's because I was drunk. It's as simple as that. So you, it's in my mind when you feel rubbish, you eat rubbish food. So that's uh, that will be why you go to McDonald's. That's because you crave carbs, isn't it? It's because you crave carbs, fat and sugar yeah. and so your brain orientates you to go to get those things if you're exhausted like you like you were uh, for example when you were drunk uh, you know it's fuel isn't it you want fast easily burnable fuel but you can't eat that kind of food every single day because your body could just can't deal with it can it yeah i mean to to close the chapter here and uh and just to say some uh, an all of all uh, uh thing I would say it's just like what is important and it's not uh, easy at all nowadays is to privilege non-processed food. That's the main advice when it comes to anything uh, about the food. It's not about carb, it's not about, it's about we all need as, you, uh, as human species, we need protein for our brain and a bit of uh, carb as well for our muscle and to, to go through our day at work. But the main thing is non-processed food. It's very important. So there you go. I uh, hope that's helpful for you, uh, GTI Charlie. And um, that wraps up this month's questions all the way from Ghibli Hall Gym in Covent Garden. And remember, you can send us your gym, diet or fitness questions to our website, twoguidesonfitness.com, to julianbertoin.com, to the Two Guys on Fitness Facebook, Twitter and by our Google Plus. Our much loved Google Plus social media account. And we'll choose two questions from the next episode to answer. So if you do have a question and you want it answered, get in touch. So that was our first episode from Jubilee Hall Gym in Covent Garden, London. And how was it for you, Julian, professional gym guy and personal trainer? Well, it was um, a great experience, and I uh, always enjoy coming to Jubilee Old Covent Garden. Which is great. You'd think they paid us to say this uh, and to do this, wouldn't you? But that's not the case at all, is it? Well, I wish, obviously, but no, they don't. <laughs>
And are you right? That's not the point. That isn't the point. That's right. And next one, guys, we will be back at Jubilee Hall for an event involving rugby. Oh, this is the special thing that we're not allowed to talk about, but which is very exciting. It is exciting, and it's going to make a great show. If we can get it together in time. Which we will, hopefully. <laughs> okay, mm, mysterious. And until then, you have been listening to me, Alan Teresa, the non-professional gym guy, yabbering away here on the podcast. And to me, Julien Bertrand, the professional gym guy and personal trainer on the podcast. And you can find out more on our website, twoguysonfitness.com. And on my website, julienbertrand.com. As well as on our Facebook, Twitter, and on the social media network that we never really talk about that much, which is Google+. And you can listen to the podcast on Podomatic, iTunes, TuneIn, and Stitcher. And when you do, always do your best to... Exercise with focus and good technique at Jubilee Hall Covent Garden. Or wherever else you happen to be sweating it out. But above all, remember to... Enjoy your workouts.